Good evening, everybody. Today we have another full, wonderful show of ideas worth trying. I'm your host, Iles Anwari, and I have uh, our first guest with us here. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Jay, and yeah, it's uh, it's my first time in a podcast as well, and uh, it's really great. Thank you, thank you, Elias, for having me here with uh, your uh, ideas worth trying podcast. Um, yeah, let's see how uh, how where this goes to. <laughs> Today, we're both CrossFitters. We, we met at, uh, at our CrossFit bo- uh, box Ikigai here in uh, Nuremberg, Germany. Today, we're gonna talk about sport, and we're gonna talk about the advantages of sport. And we want to just talk. Today, my my first question is to you, Jay. Why do you- well, so sport has been um, a part of me for uh, since I was young. Um, although I was not a pro professional in any any type of sport, but somehow it's uh, it's a way of uh, releasing my extra energy that I have. So after after long hours or the long day of work uh, studying in the university or or in the school back then, it was really normal for me and my dad to just go to the badminton court and just play like um, just both of us. He he used to play really well. But he used to slow down for me, and I used to be like uh, feeling like, yeah, I'm feeling really well playing, <laughs> and that's I guess how uh, parents uh, inculcate a confidence in their children. Mm. And yeah, I learned a lot, and I saw him playing with his friends. The the love for badminton starts started at that young age. And how about you, Ilya? Well, uh, I'd also say we come from a sporty family. Um, I remember the summer summer days where we all were to play badminton, freestyle badminton, where we just like. Okay. <laughs> they have this the the rack and then like put it over and over. But uh, you growing growing up, uh, I had the luck that in my neighborhood we had a football court. Oh, okay. And that all like brought everyone together. Yeah, uh, long time friends from mm-hmm. just playing playing football with them and uh, just making sport a, a good place to yeah to like you said to get over the extra energy but also to don't make that much like stupid things you, know? uh, yeah. you have to like you have to play sport let me ask you give you a, a question uh, what do you do for sport types mm-hmm. and does it did it like evolve during your time or did you just uh, stick with one sport all your life uh, so before uh, before answering the question i would also like to highlight the point where sport is also like uh, as you said uh, meeting friends uh, mm-hmm. It's like a social place, you know, a social place where you can uh, just um, get together with uh, neighbors uh, that you don't really talk to. And all of a sudden you have a common idea or a common thing to do. And yeah, that was, uh, I, I I did also play football, but I, I really sucked at it. <laughs> I, I still remember that, that was, there was a five-a-side uh, futsal competition in my school. So I was, uh, I think, 12. Or, no, no, wait. Uh, yeah, about 12. And uh, the game's supposed to go for fifteen minutes, and there'll be five minutes break, and then fifteen minutes. So it's like a, it's like a small uh, school event. And in five minutes, I was down on the floor. <laughs> um, I was like uh, panting. I couldn't. I couldn't run. I. I was. I was just defending, but still, I couldn't run. And uh, yeah, then I realized maybe sport is not. I mean, like uh, in the way where you you do it for a short period of time, a short period of time in the high intensity. Probably that's not my my direction. Mm. Then I moved to something like I was, uh, became a scout, mm-hmm. like a Fahrtfinder in German they call it. I think 
there you have to do for like three days, uh, like something like soldiers do, but just less in- intensity. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's how I started with it, and uh, it changed with time. Le- well, tell me how you started with sport. Okay. That would be cool. Then we can go. Well, I uh, fall in love with the, uh, with football, like soccer and football, and uh, I also went to a uh, Verein. I think club in Germany we have this this club uh, tradition. Mm-hmm. You uh, like every every neighborhood they have like a club, mm-hmm. and uh, I went there, and uh, I think I don't know like why uh, in the beginning I was I was pretty pretty good, but then maybe like a ten eleven, um, it it changed like in the, in a club I I was never as good as like I was free in like a neighborhood <laughs> I don't know because of the pressure yeah. I think about the, because it of the pressure, the pressure yeah. I. I couldn't handle the pressure, like the fathers, like they're shouting, they're screaming, <laughs> all emotional, like, come on. He's <laughs> <laughs> just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you killing us? <laughs> then uh, tried out th- different things. I mean, f- uh, f- uh, football was all, like, always something I did with our friends in the neighborhood. Mm. Then I tried out, the, like, uh, Taekwondo. Uh-huh. I, but I didn't, like, only one, one, two years. Uh, but it was like it was a taekwondo where you don't have like full body contact. Yeah. Maybe I don't know why it's to be okay. <laughs> it, it is fear. <laughs> it 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 can be it can be uh, it can be something like for real life purposes because <laughs> <laughs> I mean the guy if you want to hit some uh, there's guy he's like intimidate and you're like you 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 try to hit him but. Never hit him because just like stopping there, he won't give you, up. You're, you're just hitting to get the points. <laughs> That's a point. Uh, then uh, pre- pretty much, pretty much long. And I did like in, in Germany, you have the military service, mm-hmm. and that's a like a nine month. And there, I, I fall in love like with the hiking and this stuff because where we were like yeah. we were in the mountains and we were hiking a lot and love hiking since then. Yeah, tried out board. Also, like this, this fitness, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't like a in fitness. This, this more where you like stop. It's not, it's not, it's not something affluent exercises mm-hmm. like in German fitness where we like McFit or the other like chains. Later, then I through through friends in Sweden, they tell me, yeah, there's something like uh, yeah, you you're fast, but you you lift weights, and yeah, it's something challenging. It's called CrossFit. Uh-huh. Said, okay, I need to check it out. And <laughs> coming back, I checked out some uh, things and there was actually a box and then yeah started since then it's pretty good um how long when, when did you exactly start with crossfit 16 oh, yeah 2016 for a year very good and then i moved and then back again and then uh, back <laughs> like on and off then yeah. a little bit uh, <laughs> and i started again but then i moved it was like on and off <laughs> Like really, like really. Uh, then the, the times between, I try to do like outdoor fitness. Okay. Uh, but it's that not the same. Mm. It's always not the same if you like having a uh, having a club, having exactly. people around it. Yeah. Yeah. To have a structure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A place to go to. You. And uh, since never like since then, you have been to to what twenty twenty. Mm. Four five going, years, a good five years, yeah. Going on, going after it, yes, going after it. Mm. So, uh, how about you? What, uh, when, 
uh, when and how did you cross with uh, cross with Star? Yeah. Oh, maybe you can also also explain the listeners maybe uh, what CrossFit is. That, uh, it's not I don't it's not easy to explain. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, the first that I'm an amateur CrossFitter because I've not been in this uh, in this game for as long as Elias or the others. But as far as I know, I mean, the first time I saw CrossFit was in this uh, Netflix documentary. Mm. I think mm. it was called uh, "The Fittest," "The Fittest on mm. Earth," or something like that. I was like, "Holy!" So um, I was like, "Holy shit! This is uh, these guys and these girls. They are just like soldiers who are just ripped." I mean, they they were doing exercises that soldiers were doing, and I was thinking like, "That's how I want to look." I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, it was quite naive the idea of, of it, and um, and it was uh, during the COVID lockdown. Mm. And uh, all before COVID lockdown, my my only sport was badminton. I mean, mm-hmm. the main sport I was playing. Mm-hmm. And since COVID came, uh, the the halls were all closed, mm-hmm. and I had to find something else. And then first of all, I got myself a pair of gymnastic rings. Went to this uh, this park called Wörderwiese in uh, in Nuremberg. It's like a big uh, field, and uh, there are a lot of trees. And I was like, okay, this branch looks like something that can hold my weight. And that was how I started bodyweight training. So I, I hung uh, the gymnastic rings to- there and started doing pull-ups, dips, uh, rows, uh, push-ups, ring push-ups and all this cr- the, all this stuff. And then uh, after that I saw this documentary. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, CrossFit is just a mixture of gymnastics, weightlifting, cardio and and that's one more point if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. If you can maybe add up. Say- Almost direct because of the weights and gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. said gymnastics, building all up condition. Yeah, conditioning. Long, yeah, uh, long exercises. Yeah, exactly. And then I was like, okay, um, um, I could like achieve all all the body weight uh, exercises, uh, in CrossFit, and also plus uh, adding on to that, I could work work on like barbell lifting, like for example, mm. snatches, uh, clean and jerks. Uh, because I I knew nothing about it. Like snatches, it looks like uh, a really dangerous move. Like when you see uh, those crossfitters when they take hundred kgs from uh. from the uh, from the floor to overhead. I'm like, oh wow, you, you need really skills. I mean, technique for that. Yeah, I mean that's how I started. And I mean, I was just looking for a crossfit box, as in like box is how they call a gym. And uh, just a week before. There was an opening and, uh, <laughs> in Nuremberg. Like uh, I saw on Instagram, there was like this interview of the founder, mm. uh, Tino and uh, Sabrina. Mm. So it was like, okay, I mean, I think it's a calling then. I should just go and sign up directly. Mm. And yeah, that's how I started and that's how I met you. And be honest, uh, like you said with the snatches, so the crossfit also implies Olympic weightlifting. Exactly. Um, which is which is hard difficult, but I'm still learning it now, and uh, still cross uh, still advanced crossfitter struggles still with uh, some uh, snatches or overhead squats or um, some really yeah yeah they are they are they are challenging it's mm-hmm. really they are challenging um, exercises yeah it's also like a, a challenge of a friend of mine who introduced me to the crossfit there yeah, where they, they told me yeah you need to like uh, push more you need to be uh, <laughs> Because yeah, at first I did I did uh, two times a week, and then now oh, okay let's change it to three times. And no one, <laughs> I didn't 
want I want to go more. But that's about like about sports in general. It's it's up to you how how intense you want to do something mm-hmm. because uh, I mean we also have members who like like uh, one member Rico. Yeah, Rico he's uh, he's a rugby player. Exactly. Yeah, and he does it. Uh, okay, it's a, a, a it's intensive fitness for him. Mm. So he he go he goes here two times or three times and then plays rugby. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's um, conditioning as well. Yes. Like. Yes. Uh, yeah, the way and the I I remember another in another box there was a guy he also went uh, I I couldn't say like I didn't don't know him that much. But he was like over like a tango play with his girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, so he went like, uh, I'm not familiar with tango, but I'm guessing it's quite intensive if you dance in that structured manner. Yeah, that's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so uh, that's um, that brought us that brought us. So we know what what CrossFit is. Um, where are we doing it? Yeah. I think my my story is similar because. Yeah, well, back here uh, in Nuremberg, and uh, so this box, uh, which is very close, it was also important that uh, I would say we can, we, I agree or disagree on that, of the location of a sport closer to your area. Mm, I remember the other box; it was it was as far, far away. away, exactly. And uh, so that was also like a big a big uh, thing not not to go that that much often. Yeah. Because we are we are not like pro athletes. We need to <laughs> work and yeah, uh, study or do uh, do uh, yeah family acti- family responsibilities, and uh, yeah when yeah the restriction in COVID is also that uh, challenge effect had that effect because we needed to uh, we needed to do CrossFit outside exactly at um, at cold temperatures yeah. <laughs> How was how was the experience? I didn't yeah, I forget. Was it was it half a year or? I, I would say a few months we had it. Okay, okay. I mean, talking about the timing, um, um, I would say we had it uh, a few months. Uh, yeah, close to a year. Mm-hmm. But of course, uh, the winter was for a few months where it was really intensive, and yeah, I remember uh, sitting on the air bike and the temperature was minus two outside. <laughs> And uh, it was like an all-out sprint or something like that. And uh, me being an asthma patient, I, I had an asthma attack on the air bike. <laughs> it was an experience not to forget. And Tino was like, okay, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in, and breathe out, breathe out. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And then I had to take my medication. And uh, that's my first time getting an asthma attack during a workout. <laughs> so, I mean... Of course, that's a challenge, but uh, it's also conditioning. Like, uh, mm. like my coach told me, like um, before I started workout, I remember I had did a lung capacity uh, mm-hmm. tasks. I'm not sure exactly what it what's name, and uh, my lung capacity maximum without exercising it was seventy eight percent. Around there, seventy eight to eighty percent. But I can't be too technical about it because I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure the what it is and stuff. But then he told me to um, check it after, after, after CrossFit, which I, I am yet to do. But I, I can't see already the difference. Like, uh, 
when you do it intensively for some time, mm-hmm. uh, of course, with, uh, with understanding your body's limit as well, mm-hmm. because when you push yourself too much, then you know you get injuries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure it went went better because my my breathing has has increased, like stamina wise, it has gone better. Yeah, um, it was a challenge the weather, but it uh, was a how do you say a blessing in disguise? I would say. Yeah. And how about you? How was your experience with the weather? I guess yeah, <clears throat> it was, it was quite a challenge, because uh, I mean, um, I'm a I'm a like a, I'm a guy who feels. Uh, most confident when it's warm and sunny, very nice. So, and uh, going out where you know you need to train outside and it's dark, it's cold, wet. It was a quite it was a quite challenge. And uh, so, I did. I, I to say it's it's funny because when you're the first cup. The hardest is the first couple of minutes, and then you're warm. Then exactly. it doesn't care. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was a challenge that uh, brings us to the like uh, motivation versus discipline. Because honestly, I like sport, but I like sitting on the couch with a beer, <laughs> and just watching. Who doesn't like that? <laughs> More like better. I, I honestly, you're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know if I if I do that um, for a longer time, I feel unbalanced. And I don't feel myself. And I know we, we're living in Germany. There, there's every time like sunny, sunny, and Mediterranean weather. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'd say it, it's a bit. I'm I'm not mo- I'm not motivated every time I go training. Yeah. Like today, I I had no like very very low motivation to go to training but i knew it's uh, i need to do it because, yeah, exactly. uh, it just uh, it's just a good uh, a good way and uh, maybe i'm not 100% fit but it's the the doing and the going after it which which yeah. counts and um, yeah that's uh, what's what's your what's your take on Motivation versus discipline. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I, I completely agree with you. Like, mm-hmm. motivation would be there just for some, like, like a short time. Mm-hmm. Like, when you start, for example, with drawing or something, a new skill, mm-hmm. you take it up. The first week will be amazing. You'll feel like Picasso. Mm-hmm. And after that, after a few weeks, you'll be feeling like, ah, I mean, I could use this time for something else. You'll be thinking of some other things because the mind is, is always looking for something new, you know? It's always searching for what's what's uh, just like how s- social media is programmed for us. Like it's always showing us something new. Like you know, um, uh, what what I don't know. In Instagram, if you scroll, I mean, of course, the algorithm studies what you like and what you don't. Mm-hmm. And then it's always like trying to change it a bit and showing you a new thing. And and uh, yeah, I think uh, the, the being disciplined is about staying with one thing for a long time, mm-hmm. although it sucks. So going through the suck. And uh, for me, training is also like that. Although I, I, I now took like one and a half weeks of break because of COVID. I had, to, I went through the COVID thing as well. Mm. I think a lot of us have already gone through. <laughs> um, I, I just gotta get back, and uh, you know, I think what helps is having a journal. 
like for example if you're doing body weight training for example mm -hmm. calisthenics or something um of course uh, food plays a main ma major role as well uh, nutrition uh, but also programming programming how do you like there are blocks and meso meso cycles i think and uh, macro and meso macro yeah i, I, I can't uh, can I can't. talk about more about that oh uh, well to be honest I, i i'm not the best person to talk about this but i i do like watch how to program uh, trainings and uh, mm -hmm. In calisthenics, it's a lot about the, how the programming is done, plus the nutrients and uh, nutrition. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, it goes by four weeks blocks. So four, four, four. And uh, in each block, you focus on, uh, uh, I mean, like, let's say four weeks. The first three weeks, you do reps, more reps and less, in, less intensity. And the last week will be more intensity and less reps. I mean, if your if your strength, uh, sorry, your goal is strength, then that's how it's roughly programmed, I think. But I think we need another guest for this. <laughs> hopefully, so, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. programming is a very interesting uh, science for itself mm -hmm. as well. Like for example, from oh, for um, handstand push-ups, for example, mm -hmm. like in calisthenics, uh, uh, it's different from uh, CrossFit handstand push-ups. You you do free handstand push-ups. Mm -hmm. I mean. Of course, the, the, the pure calisthenic uh, athlete, so to say. And to program it, there's also a science behind it. Like, first of all, you start with uh, like uh, five push ups. Mm -hmm. So you're with your leg down, and then you elevate the leg slowly. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you do with the, the normal how CrossFit handstand push up is, but without kipping. Mm -hmm. um, oh, by, by the way, for the listeners, kipping means like using momentum to push your leg up. Mm -hmm. So that the body goes quickly up and you lose use less strength for it, mm. and uh, finally, I mean, of course, you have to learn how to do a handstand, mm. and then doing a handstand push-up science by itself. Um, yeah, on that note, uh, I think we have talked enough about motivation and discipline, right? So yeah, Elias, uh, to the next question, maybe let's uh, talk about the restrictions, Corona restrictions, and uh, sport. I mean, I gave my point of view how I came into CrossFit. It was because of the restriction. Mm. And how about you? How did it affect you in like uh, in a general way? We started, they, they pretty much opened up in that pandemic, October-ish. I think we had to wear masks and then the severe restriction happened. And after that, I mean, with, uh, with a test and that's in this... But uh, but long story short, I'd say for me I had many excuses not to go. <laughs> I mean I think Corona is the pretty is the best is the best time to go with your excuses. <laughs> I mean, um, for example, he we need to have the it was like a period uh, here in, uh, in Germany where you need to have a test every time you need to you went there and yeah, it's right. a pretty much the. It's a it's a issue issue if you go three four times a week or there and it's a bit a problem. <laughs> a also like the this with, if you want to go to a public uh, swimming pool. Um, also there it was like with restrictions. So sport wise in Germany it was a pain in the butt to you <laughs> going to sport. But yeah. uh, nevertheless, I'd say I can I can. There are there are two major. People, let's say persons, the one they they stuck to it never did the sport, 
also with uh, challenges, also with bureaucratic challenges to overcome. And the other one, they they want to they want to fix uses, and uh, they hopefully waiting for after COVID to go back, or uh, they still uh, still the same. But uh, let's say res restriction wise, um, uh, it was a pretty it was it was a challenge. It was a challenge for for all uh, for athletes. Who want to go to a football club? Who mm -hmm. want to go to a, a normal, uh, normal uh, gym? Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I hopefully we we after that period now and uh, we can move on. Exactly. Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell uh, <laughs> how we went. So uh, another question, another point is, I mean, uh, there's, I mean, there's so much, so much. Uh, uh, sport the different sport activities and uh, a good example since we are both uh, crossfitter is the the huge positive in impact on the group dynamics in, in crossfit how really the, the group on also having a trainer uh, Finn standing there and looking at you uh, helping like to uh, be to improve in, in the to improve in sport but also to Going back to the, uh, going back to this uh, the the mental the mental uh, the mental uh, effect in sport, to challenge you men mentally and uh, to make you a little bit better in this exercise yeah. or this this time than you were, and uh, also uh, if you're having a group if you're having uh, members mm. that you also I could say. Having a healthy, a healthy competition. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, okay, if he, if he's doing it, why can I? And at be honest, like uh, most of the time, it helps. Like exactly, just yeah. seeing another person doing the same thing than that you. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mean, um, in that way, and um, I'm never, I'm never that good alone than in a group. Mm -hmm. Group atmosphere. On the other, on the other hand, I depending on the sport. But I, I, th I mean, looking now back at my time where I had where I trained in a gym, mm -hmm. it was a bit like uh, a little bit isolated. And true. I mean, uh, a little bit in that way and uh, doing sport, but it's it's not like uh, it's a little bit like you you you're living in your imagined world. Yeah. Imagine self when you do your thing, but uh, it really didn't felt like a uh, a true like doing mm -hmm. something together. Everyone who's who's having a, like a, who's training in, in a club, having a training in a team, yeah. I think can can agree or disagree too. In that way, um, what what's your what's your take on the on training alone versus training in a group? Well, we are as humans, we are social creatures, and we always look look for interaction subconsciously or consciously. And uh, I think um, coming to sports, for, team sport, for example, like football, basketball, even badminton, where you play doubles, uh, it's uh, it's a lot a lot about understanding how the other players thinking, how the opponent opponent is thinking, and as well as how your teammate is thinking. And in in this process, you forget about the self-centered uh, image of uh, yes, this is I'm doing this for me, 
but it's more like I'm doing this for us when you're when you're playing in a team for example and I think this this movement of the attention from yourself to to, uh, to a few different people in, in, uh, in around you it somehow creates a positive um, um, what do you call that I don't know maybe there's some chemicals that's being released in the head or something I can't be spilled serotonin or something yeah it's it gives a different dynamic to the entire feeling like for example also um, I read recently a book called uh, Into the Magic Shop. It's an interesting book about how a neurosurgeon learns uh, about compassion, like uh, from a lady in a magic shop. It's a, it's a very funny, uh, I mean, not, not a funny story, but it, it's an autobiography, but it's a very nice, nice thing, uh, nice uh, event, chron chronology uh, of events that happened. So anyways, uh, at the end of the day, um, he's in California, He's a million, multi-millionaire. He has an island on his own. Like he, he was buying an island. Like when he was 13, he met this lady. And then he, the lady told him, told him, write down 10 things you want to achieve in your life. And she said, anything? And she was like, yes, anything. And then he wrote 10 things. And at the age of like 43, 44, he has achieved all of it, including like uh, uh, buying an island. <laughs> but the problem is uh, he there's one step in this particular thing uh, or structure that the lady ta taught him. It was opening the heart. Opening the heart meant like, like giving compassion to everyone around you. And at that point, when at 44, uh, there was a there was a boom. Or what do you call it? The the bubble that bubble uh, ex exploded like 2008 or. Economic bubble, uh, no, sorry, uh, dot com bubble. I'm sorry, yeah. No, 2008, uh, uh, recession. A recession was 2008. Dot com was 99. 99, yeah, 99. sorry. Yeah, and during that time, he lost everything. Like, uh, he was he was at the peak, he achieved all the 10 things and even like a few more others. Mm. And then he lost everything and he realized that he did not open his heart during this entire thing because he was doing it for himself instead of doing for our others. And then at the, there's one sentence in this uh, book where he says, if you want more, you give more. And I think this applies in sport as well. Like when you do team sport, somehow you're not doing it for yourself alone. You're doing it for the group. And some, and this amplifies the effect of a uh, positive effect on yourself. Well, maybe there are some studies that have been done, but I, this is from my personal experience. Mm -hmm. When I, when I play badminton with uh, another friend who, who, who plays well as well, I mean, like two, two against uh, another two. I, I'm in a flow state. I can forget everything, and I only see the shuttlecock and my record. And it's a different feeling, and uh, it's like uh, supporting another person. Yeah, it's definitely nice to do team mm -hmm. sport. Mm -hmm. And of course, coming back to CrossFit, we have a coach there, and the mm -hmm. coach plays an, an important role as well. He's like pushing, pushing you, but he knows your limit as well. Mm -hmm. Like, if you, if he's telling you to uh, snatch, uh, I don't know, seventy kgs. In your first snatch, uh, snatch, uh, what do you call that exercise? That would be not a good idea. <laughs> so, like for example, Tino, our coach, he started with this uh, thing with just an empty, bar no, sorry, a wooden stick. Mm -hmm. I think you would have, you know, about that, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's um, that's my take on this uh, idea. And um, well, we've talked about a few different types of uh, sport. Um, I would like to ask you, like, this is a pretty general question, like, um, who do you think should do sport? For example, now, since we're talking about CrossFit, 
maybe you can also relate, relate it back to CrossFit. Adidas had a, a huge problem because before uh, Adidas was focusing their mostly content on uh, pro athletes and uh, real like successful athletes in their sport. And then uh, surprisingly somebody asked uh, just uh, from the from the execution and executive directors asked the question of okay because they were they were losing they were losing um, money that way is is you know sorry is yoga a sport <laughs> and that changed their whole perspective of who their target group was in that in that point so instead of like just focusing on the athletes they really they focus on thinking of what sport is and uh, and having a walk the sport exactly just, uh, just let's say the small small movements mm-hmm. in that way it's a it's a sport or for others, whoever they they need to be, they need to get more energy out, and uh, then ah uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, for example uh, if you do there's say a way of just walking, it's called uh, the specific uh, the specific let's say um, phrase of like doing low uh, intensity low exercises. Yeah. It's called non-exercise activity. Thermogenesis. It's uh, like for example having like just a walk in the sun, a walk in the park, uh, or just a yeah. Some people of a friend of mine doing it. He's um, intermediate fasting, like eats one time uh-huh. a day. Uh, just he's just he's walking. Mm-hmm. The restroom. It's okay. It's, he's he's fit and he's feels he's good. not doing anything else. Nothing, right? nothing, oh, nothing else. Good. Nothing else in that way. And uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, everyone has to decide. Uh, some people play more like a soccer. Others they want to do like some like only strength training. Mm-hmm. Um, others, however, they do uh, exercises like yoga, yeah. and they feel good about it. And uh, at the end, uh, no matter what you're doing, how often you're doing it, uh, you should feel good. Exactly. Yes. And you you should feel. Well, healthy, active, uh, strong, like physically and also mentally. And uh, if you have that, if you achieve that, that's I think that's the best. Uh, that's the best, best possible outcome of yourself. I think that's a good thing. That's let's say my intake on why you should do sport. And uh, the way or uh, specific, it's. It doesn't really matter. What do you? Think? Well, we uh, you give um, like we were talking about like uh, definition of sport. I mean, most of our re- listeners probably know this already. Uh, I, I guess if they are listening to this, they're probably also doing a little bit of sport. Maybe I don't know if they searched uh, sport. <laughs> maybe it came. Well, um, I would like to focus on the question of who, for example. Like I, re- I still remember one of the, my first uh, CrossFit section sessions. We had it like in eight uh, at eight in the morning or something, mm-hmm. and I remember the exercise was uh, air bike, sorry, echo bike, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really pain in the ass for the listeners who don't know what an echo bike is. Uh, you have to get burn calories. Uh, I mean, it, it, you count how much you do by seeing how many how many calories <laughs> you've uh, finished, and we have uh, box jump overs. 
I think box tempos is pretty common. You guys know. And yeah, and beside me, that was, if I'm not missing, and her age was 67 or 70, a lady. So, and I remember we finished at the same time. <laughs> and I was quite embarrassed. But, but of course, she, she scaled it down a little. For example, I think the box was lower and the calories was for, for women, it would be a bit less. I think it was 10 and 12 calories. And, uh, and but I was just dead. I was lying on the floor, yeah. and this lady was like still standing after the ex exercise. I mean the workout, and this this just shows that age doesn't really matter yeah. when it comes to sport. It's more about um, of course your physical conditioning is one thing. Yeah. As you age, of course it will get weaker and stuff. I, I do realize that, but it doesn't mean that you have to stop doing it. There's always a scaled version of it. That's how they mm -hmm. say it in CrossFit. You can scale anything. For example, pull-ups. Mm -hmm. uh, pull-up, you can do, do it with a band. You want to go lower, you do rows. Mm -hmm. Australian pull-ups. Or you can just, uh, you know, just go to the kitchen, hold the table, and then you just pull a little higher. And uh, that's also considered pull-up. Uh, I mean, of course, that's a scaled pull-up. I remember how I achieved my first pull-up was with a band. I think you probably mm -hmm. also did that. And, uh, yeah, there's always a scale, like an easier version of to do things and that complies with uh, older uh, right let's uh, move on to uh, the next one so Ilias um, next question I'm gonna ask you uh, let's say in a parallel universe I'm sitting on a couch I'm overweight I'm eating my favorite potato chip and, <laughs> and binging on uh, I don't know some good Netflix uh, series <laughs> uh, what would you what would be your advice how should I start uh, with some kind of that's a tough one I for sure would, would stay would stay there. <laughs> um, I think uh, best example is the this the former Navy SEAL and now a pro athlete, uh, uh, ultra marathoner David Goggins. Yeah, because uh, he was highly overweight. He was highly obese. He Every morning coming from the late late shift, he had like a big big milkshake, donuts. That was his <laughs> before breakfast. <laughs> and then he had this this change, and he started running. He started uh, try to to run a mile, and then uh, he was all exhausted after like just four hundred meters. <laughs> okay. But what uh, what he didn't do, he didn't stop. He just went on. So my advice would be start going going for a run if that's too much, going for a walk, and then uh, just go and do it in another day, another day, and mm. then you say if that's too easy, you can you can feel then you the the best thing is uh, you start and uh, and feeling your body better, you start also knowing yourself better in that way, then you can say okay, I want to do another thing, I want to go more into conditioning yeah to start running longer distances and then uh, maybe uh, longer and longer mm. or do them and do another thing or uh, starting maybe martial arts yeah also big big way a big, uh, also very big uh, healthy environment on mm. to you to get confident mm. but you also have a respect for yourself respect for the for the a uh, the other person where you compete or you do some uh, some exercises with 
also interesting point, like a BJJ, for example, it's a very good field because you have that real experience in that way. But uh, what what does BJJ mean, for example, for the listeners? Ah, BJJ is this Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu where you have uh, impact of Jiu-Jitsu, uh-huh. but it's a little bit more of like grappling in that way. Uh, you can do a little bit more. I, I'm not a I'm not a uh, I'm not an expert in that, uh, but uh, that's for as personally my I would say my uh, interest or I want to do more maybe next next year mm-hmm. or for example the uh, last year I did a little bit like long distance uh, long distance hikes oh. and uh, more running in that way but that helped me now to build to have condition to have uh, more momentum uh, in the, like cross exercises and next year maybe yeah I would start to go a little bit of BJJ maybe if you don't have time uh, it's in your environment mm-hmm. maybe it's it's your job um, instead of the elevator take the stairs exactly yeah. uh, maybe yeah just uh, cycle stand, to work for example stand stand out uh, stand uh, uh, go do something and uh, be just be just active or yeah take the take the bike instead of the car or if you do take or if you need to take public transportation they take the, instead of the electric stairs uh, take the normal stairs yeah, exactly yeah. Just you know a little bit like like let's say scale it mm. in the, for your needs and uh, yeah that will make you fitter that will make you a little bit a bit let's say uh, a better a better you and yeah. that's uh, I mean that's the best uh, best uh, best outcome that way yeah. That reminds me of an example that I read about. Uh, there was this uh, lady. Um, she wanted to start off with some kind of sport, right? So she thought, okay, I think first, first, the the first thing that comes to our mind is going to the gym, because mm. everybody's working out there, and somehow you see them, and you have this peer pressure, that you start doing. So, she, what she did was like, okay, what is the first initial thing when I wake up? I have this resistance to do anything that has to do with physical activity. <laughs> so she was like, okay, before I go to sleep, I'm going to wear the clothes that I'm going to wear in my mm. workout. Mm. So I'm going to go to sleep with that those clothes. And when I wake up, I have no reason to say that I have to change my clothes and it's going <laughs> to take time and blah, blah, blah. And she kept her shoes, uh, sport shoes, just right that, beside the bed. And for the first month, if I'm not mistaken, her, her goal was to just go to the gym. So what she did was she wore the shoes and she went to the gym, spent two minutes in the gym just walking and she came back. <laughs> and she just did that for one month. <laughs> and, uh, well, you could guess what happened after that. Like, uh, after the, the idea was to make it a habit to go to the mm-hmm. gym. And after some time, it becomes so automatic because the initial phase has already been uh, mm. how do you say the challenge has already been broke you can do that already and the next phase is to start with the exercise <laughs> and then the next month was when, when she actually I don't know maybe started push ups or I don't know pull ups or squats and that's interesting and you see like it's a ment- mental thing like um, what you want to do and what you should do are two different things like they play they take two different roles in your head and when you can find a compromise a compromise in between that's a good example alright Let's uh, move on. Yeah, I I hope you like that 
intake on sport and uh, on the mental and the physical aspects of uh, sport and uh, we answered the what do you call the, the five the, the, the we questions uh, w, uh, five, uh, five wives and uh, one husband the five wives and one how and uh, yeah um, that was uh, there was another session of IP Sport Try with your uh, host um, Ilias and our and our guest our another future co-host you <laughs> Jay about intake on sports uh, CrossFit and uh, why sports also being uh, important important uh, for for our lives. Something? Yeah, it was a nice conversation, Elias. Thank you for um, having me in the show or the, the podcast. And well, we talked a lot about sport today. I hope uh, it did, did not come come across as a little boring. But maybe we can go to the mental aspect of sport next time. Like we go into like I don't know. I, I've been like uh, going into yoga and trying to understand like uh, what it actually means. Like in the Western uh, culture or, or rather in, in in the Western countries. Yoga is understood as the the movements, you know, the asanas they call it, where you it's it's just one small part of yoga actually. Mm. It's called hatha yoga. Hatha yoga is where you move your body, but yoga has another seven steps or seven parts to it, uh, which uh, not many of us like uh, know about here. Mm. So it's more into about uh, the controlling the life energies. They call prana, mm. and uh, uh, and controlling your mind. So. In yoga, they say about uh, uh, how do you reach uh, understand life. For example, this is a crazy, crazy uh, <laughs> question. But in yoga, they say when you still your mind to a point where there's no thought, which is an extremely hard thing to do, um, then you will understand what life is. So I think it'll be a nice topic to talk about as well. Mental, mental aspect of sport. We can move from there to yoga or something. But yeah, it was a nice conversation with you, Elias. Thanks a lot for having me. All right, well, yeah. It was my pleasure. And uh, to your listeners, you got your teaser for the next session. <laughs> Stay tuned. And yeah.